When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I just point to the logo on my chest and tell them, hey, What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 374 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden here with the engaged Jim Russell. What's up, man? Engaged? Like, I'm awake, Jim Russell? Uh, I mean, another one. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, I appreciate it. Oh, oh, I get it. The engaged. Oh, I'm an idiot. I. <laughs> there we go. Jim's an idiot. Welcome like, wait, to the show. Engaged? Everyone that doesn't know Jim Russell, there we go. Jim's an idiot. There we I, go. Right I there. Just, I, I. Oh, Ooh, man. Right over the head. Right over the head. Engaged. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So obviously, Jim Russell hosts San Diego Sports 760, John and Jim wrap up show. A lot of stuff. Uh, thanks for the time. We'll do some Padres predictions here on this show. Opening day, obviously, tomorrow, Blake Snow on the mound. was not expecting that for opening day, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, so let's just start with some over-unders here. I'm going to start not with one of the big four, but Trent Grisham, just over-under 19 and a half home runs for him this year. Um, I'm going to go under on that one. Um, but I think that he'll have a much better year than he did okay. last year. 
I think that last year was rock bottom for him. And with the amount of help around, guy has literally zero pressure. He has no pressure on him to perform. So I think that's going to help him. I also think that he's changed his batting stance a little bit. He's more upright. And I think that by doing that at the end of last year, it showed that like this is what I should be doing because that's when he had his most success in the postseason by changing his batting stance a little bit. So I still think that, you know, he's going to play really good defense in the, in the outfield. And if he just hits 240, then it's an amazing upgrade for Trent Grisham and this team. You know, 240 in the big leagues, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, OPS probably, I mean, it, last year was what, like 610 or it was just yeah, everything a, was terrible. Yeah. His, everything was bad for him. So, if you can get like a 240 average with like a 715 OPS, 15, 16, 17 home runs, like plays gold glove defense in the outfield, that to me is all this Padres team needs from Trent Grisham. But I'm going to go under on the 19 and a half home runs. Yeah, I agree with what you're talking about, what the Padres need. I'm going to go just over that. He hit 17 home runs last year and sucked. <laughs> so I, I think he can get to 20 uh, with a, a more aggressive trent grisham uh this year over under 900 ops for juan soto this year i'm definitely gonna say over on that i thought you're gonna say over under 900 home runs for juan soto this year i was gonna take the over um ops well over 900 he's lock it in for a over 400 uh, uh on base percentage and i think lock him in for over 500 slugging percentage right there you got i mean I suck at math, but 900 right there. So, yeah, he's going to be pushing 950, maybe even 1,000 OPS if he has one of those special years, but easily over 900 OPS for Juan Soto. Yeah, it was mind-boggling to me how some fans last year were, like, down on this guy just because of what they saw of him in a Padres uniform, not looking at his, like, Hall of Fame start of his career with the Nationals, and they're like, oh, well, I got to see him do it in a Padres uniform. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, it's Juan Soto. Like, you, you shouldn't be worried about Juan Soto. Yeah, you, you wanted him to do better last year. Like, he he admitted he did not have a good second half with the Padres. Um, he started to heat up in the postseason. But I mean, he'll be the first one to tell you that he did not play well. And so, even with that, it's like, you're right. Dude is top five hitter in baseball, top five player in baseball. When he's at his best, he's like top two in baseball. And it's just, this guy is a, is a superstar. He's one of the best in the game. And I think that um, everybody's saying it, but you know, this year is going to be a year where Juan Soto really shows everybody like, yeah, I'm one of the best in the game and I deserve to be paid like the highest player in baseball. And, that only benefits the Padres. Yeah. I mean, because Seidler's willing to do it, and we're trying to win right now. Uh, over under 120 and a half games for Tatis. All right. So he'll miss the first 20. Yep. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the. Oh, man. I'm going to go with the over, but just slightly, like just, 121, yeah. 122 games. Like he's going to, he's not going to play every day to start out with, I feel like. And 
And I'm, I'm kind of putting like a 10-day IL somewhere in there. Right, because look, Tatis, his, his career right now is he is one of the best players in baseball if. And until he gets rid of the if part, if healthy, then it's going to be a we'll wait and see. And I can't pencil him in to play every single day until he shows it. He averages, I mean, I want to say, take away the 60-game season, barely over 100 games played for the Padres a year. So even saying that he's going to play 125 games for the Padres, I feel like that's a lot because he hasn't played that many, like, ever in his career. So just barely over. Um, And if he does that, then that's a, a, you know, success for the Padres, success for him. And I think that means that the Padres are going to do really well if Fernando Tatis Jr. is playing 122 games for the Padres this year. Yeah, in his career so far, he has 273 games. He has more That's minor it. league. He has more minor league games than than um, he has more minor league at bats. Excuse me, than major league at bats. Yeah, and he's been in the big leagues technically since 2019. Yeah, so. it's four years. Yeah, well, coming up on fourth year, but yeah, over under four and a half All Star appearances from Padres. I've got slightly <coughs> over. I think they can get at least five. All right, we'll go with big. We'll go uh, Manny Soto. Bogarts, Cronenworth, mm. Hater. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna go five. Bogarts. I think Bogarts or Cronenworth could get like as a replacement. That's why. Like Cronenworth, obviously, first base. I mean, they, he's not going to just because of the names there. With Bogarts, well, he'll, be he'll be playing a lot of second base too. Yeah, but I think he's going to be in that first base category. And we'll, we'll with, see. We'll see what they do. Baseman, with second baseman, who? What's the fan vote? It's it's usually Albies or Jazz Chisholm. Yeah, I mean, but but he's been uh you know uh, an All Star the last two years, and last year Jake Cronenworth didn't have the best of years. Like if you look at Jake Cronenworth last year, you're not saying All Star year. You're saying good year, but not All Star year. And I think if if you're the Padres you make Matt Carpenter your first baseman to start the year, you know, for like the voting purposes. And then you put Cronenworth at second. I think that would be then, better yeah. for him. Yeah. And of course he's going to play a lot of first base this year. He's going to play a lot of second base this year. He's going to play everywhere. He's going to be like the super, super, super utility guy. And I think with replacements go, and if Cronenworth has a good year, you know, already a two-time all-star, like he has cachet. I, I, I would give it at five right now. Um, Bogarts is a, is a big name around the sport. And, you know, I was thinking one of the starters, I was thinking Manny Soto, who would I have Manny Soto, Tatis, Hader, and then one of the starters, Snell, Darvish, or Musgrove, one of them. I know there's, it's deep. The NL starting group is deep, but I think, you know, the Padres are supposed to be arguably the best team in the national league. To not have a starting pitcher, I just don't see that. Yeah, I, I got to wait to see with Snell. Uh, he's got to prove that he can actually pitch well in the first half for once. And then, uh, you know, Darvish Musgrove, yeah, for sure. They could be all-stars as well. Um, but you're right. There's a lot of start. There's a lot of good pitching in the big in the National League. And with, you know, that rule of you need one player from each team, that yeah. always hurts other players, you know, that are maybe deserving because they're on winning teams. So 
easily two that are a lock, which is Manny and Soto. And I think actually you can put three in there. Like Hater, if he just does well, he's going to be especially especially with Diaz out. Yeah, like, Diaz is out easily. It should yeah. be easily. <clears throat> so, fan voting wise, Hater or no, fan voting wise, you got Machado and Soto. Those are locks. And I think the other couple would be Hater, Cronenworth. Put Bogarts in there as well. I got to wait on Tatis. Um, missing twenty games to start the year. Hopefully, you know, doesn't if he doesn't get injured before then, he's got to actually play well because he won't be, you know, voted in by the fans. I don't feel like maybe he will, maybe he won't. Um, but I'm just gonna go with those five right now. What about over under ninety games for Campy? Ninety games. I've got just under. Oh, I got, I got, I got way under there. I got way under. Under. Okay. It, by like, I mean, I mean, this is the year. Like, there's two <clears throat> catchers. It's Nola it, and Camposano. Like, that means I that I don't see Severino getting a ton. I don't see Sullivan coming up and getting a so ton. So you see Campusano catching more than Nola. I no, I'm I'm saying getting in games. So I'm not oh, oh, just like just like on his card. I, I thought you meant catching I, ninety games. No, just ninety games. Oh, yeah. I, I I do think that towards the end of the year, Campusano will be hot take the starting game, but I don't think that he's going to be catching a lot like a lot to start he'll be playing unless unless Noel gets hurt then he's then yeah right. definitely there but 90 games like as a dh possibly or like just in there as like pinch hitting role like is that what you're talking about here yeah 90 okay. games just if you pinch it or anything it's 90 um i've got just under yeah i'm gonna go under two there because i was looking at alfaro he got in a little over 80 games i know he's more of a veteran um but you can't have Nola catching all of the time. And Campy's oh. the only other guy on the roster. So. And Nola is, you know, getting injured right now. And yeah. so you need to have multiple catchers. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think Campusano, the way that he has progressed, he's going to get a, a good amount of starts as the season goes on, I feel like. And if his bat shows up, then it's going to be hard to take him out of the lineup. If he can give – if he can – if he can be a decent catcher behind the plate and he's his bat shows up, like I you can't tell me that Nola's I mean, if Nola's Yadier Molina, then I get it. Then Nola has to be in there, but he's not. So right. I, I feel like that's gonna put Campusano in a position that the Padres are forced to put him in there yeah. to catch more games. Over under 84 and a half RBIs for Jake Cronenworth. I've got over. Yeah, where's he gonna hit? Like sixth in the lineup, fifth yeah, in the lineup, fifth or sixth? Yeah, yeah, he's gonna have a lot of opportunities for to to you know get the guys in. So I'm gonna go. You could see like four guys on this team have 85 plus RBIs. Yeah, and and I think he's one of them because he's gonna be in the middle of the order when you have Soto, Manny, and Bogarts in front of him. Yeah, I think that's an easy over. Um, yeah. Okay, so now more to just predictions here team predictions who will be the Padres MVP this year I mean Soto it's the easy choice and that's what I'm going with but I feel like it's it's just Soto I mean Manny's going to be right there but Soto had a down year last year and that's people's career years 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, and sometimes the easiest choice is the right choice. It's not like, don't outthink the room, guys. That's not outthink the room here. It's Juan Soto. If Juan Soto has a massive year, then that is a great thing for the Padres. It's a great thing for him. And I think from what we've seen in spring, spring is whatever, but still hearing him talk about how he's seen the baseball, hearing him talk about, you know, how he did last year and how he wants to be better. Also just seeing on the field, how he is right now, uh, nagging injuries aside. Yeah. It's hard to think that Juan Soto is just, you know, not going to have this massive year. How many Padres do you see in the top five in the MVP at the end of the year? I think two. Um, yeah, I would see. Kind of like the Cardinals last year. I mean, you can say Manny and Soto um, yeah. if they're healthy. Top top five. Um, I think could... Tatis can be top ten. I think that he's not going to be in the top <clears throat> five because you know how voters are. Oh, he wasn't helping his team at the beginning of the year. Yeah, no, if if um if this team does well, if this team does like what we think they're going to do, hopefully, and you have one of the best offenses in baseball, hopefully, you're going to see three or four guys in the top 15. Yeah. Padres Cy Young this year. I I was going between Joe Musgrove and Blake Snell, believe it or not. If there's a year for Blake to do this, you know, be Blake Snell the second half, Blake Snell, for the whole season. Isn't it this year? Free agent year. I mean, yeah, you hope. he's, you he's hope. more ramped up. He's better. He's ready for the season, unlike past years, which still doesn't make sense why he wasn't ready. Why is why was he doing what he's doing? Or why wasn't he doing what he was doing this year in those years? That doesn't make sense. But, hey, what matters right now is what he's doing right now. And he looks good. Uh, last outing was pretty darn good against the Angels. I'll go. I'm going with Blake Musgrove's right there, though. Yeah, the thing the thing with Blake Snell, it's he he is who he is. I feel like at this point, and what he is is a five inning pitcher, and he's going to give you a lot of outings where it's four and a third, maybe three and two thirds, and then he's going to have a run where he's going to go six and a third, six and a third, five and a third, five and a third, and he's going to look really good. And then he's going to go back to three and a third and four and a third. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be frustrating at times. I just feel like that's who he is. Um, The pitch clock with him, he's a very slow pitcher, you know, along with you, Darvish. How is he going to, you know, deal with it over the course of the season? I think, I, I think that 
maybe these pitchers will probably say, oh, you're making too much of it. Well, okay, then let's go out and see it. I just have to wait and see with him. I just, after the last two starts of the seasons, you know, the way he has pitched, he's pitched great in the second half. But, you know, if you're the opening day starter, they expect you to be the guy. And with Musgrove missing a cup, maybe just maybe one start, and then Darvish getting back into things, they're going to need Blake Snell to just get solid outings. Doesn't have to be Cy Young. Doesn't have to go out there and give you seven. But can you give me just five, one, two runs, and we'll be good to go. And this offense needs to carry the way to start the season, I feel like. So, uh, and Cy Young for the rotation, yeah, again, the easy pick is the right pick, I feel like, and it's Joe Musgrove. Mm. Um, you always trust him. You always uh, can rely on him. He's going to, you know, not let you down. And if he has bad starts, it's one of those things where you don't worry about it because Joe's Joe. And so I, I'm I'm doing – I'm going with Joe – I'm going with Joe Musgrove there. Yeah, it's close for me. And I'm hoping that the pitch clock can actually help Blake because – he can just stop overthinking things and just get on the mound and keep pitching instead of being on the back of the mound and holding his hat and breathing, you know, three times before delivering a pitch, just stop thinking and yep. just go pitch. Hopefully that can help him. Uh, comeback player of the year. Uh, uh, Tatis. Tatis. Does, that, does, that, yeah. does that count? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. He's at, like, he didn't play last year. So, right. I wanted to go. Yeah. That can count. Um, I wanted to look at it from, like, who had a down year last year and who's going to have a better year. And so Grisham's, like, the obvious pick there. And then mm-hmm. Tatis is obviously just the obvious pick on who would be eligible for it from, like, the Major League Baseball award level, you know? Yeah. And another guy, too, if you want to put in that category, you can put Josh Hader in there because Josh Hader's numbers weren't great last year. He had a great postseason, and he had a great final month with the Padres but overall Josh Hader I would think would tell you five ERA last year are you kidding me like that's yeah. not that's not me and so I think you could put Josh Hader in that category as well as, as having a huge you know comeback here home what about home run leader I've, I've got Tatis even with the less games he can still make that up like the guy hit 40 plus home runs in 2021 in 130 mm-hmm. games with one arm yeah Manny's you can pencil him him in for 30. I think Juan Soto, you can pencil him in for, I mean, he's not really a home run guy. Like Juan Soto is not a guy that's going to hit 40 home runs, Um, but he can give you like 32, 35 max. Like I just don't see him hitting 39 home runs, 40 home runs next year. Yeah. I mean, if Tatis is healthy and plays 120 games next year, then yeah, you could have 35 home runs, which you wouldn't put it past him. So yeah, I'll, I'll go with um, I'll just go with the safe answer. I'll go with Manny Machado because I know that he's always going to post. Yeah, you can definitely count on that unsung hero for this year. For me, it's Crony, uh, someone that like nationally is not going to get the attention because of all the stars, but he's going to have one heck of a year. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with you ready for this, Michael Walker. Okay. I'm going to go with Michael Walker because they're going to – Even with the injury history? Even with the injury history. He had a good year last year. Um, I think they're going to – you know, they're going to need one of these pitchers to step up here. 
and then one of the new guys like Seth Lugo and Waka, and you got you know Weathers starting the year with the team. You're gonna see uh, uh, Jay Groom. You know, for I don't know if he's gonna start, but you're gonna see Jay Groom uh, at some point in the season. And <clears throat> I think that you know, I'm going out on a limb here, and I'll take Michael Waka and. By saying that, I probably doomed him, and he's going to be hurt the first week of the season. So I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, Jim's an idiot. Just, yeah, there we go. Blame it on Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll get to the big questions that we all really care about, you know, playoffs, division, World Series. Uh, but first, just wanted to tell everyone about Gaglione Bros. They're going to be available at Petco Park. They're at Snapdragon Stadium. Visit gaglionebros.com for their entire menu, their Friars Road location. Uh, great garlic fries, cheese steaks. Have you tried that, Jim? You, I've been to, I've been there before. Go? It's great. There's one in um, where is it? It's in not Mission Valley, but it's right near Snapdragon Stadium, yeah. over the bridge. And I used to live over there, so I would go there once every couple of weeks. And delicious. Yes, yes, very the cheese steak fries too. Um, all right, let's get to. Will the Padres, uh, just postseason kind of, end a regular season, will they win the NL West this year? For me, it's like, yes. If there's ever a year for them to do it, this mm-hmm. seems like the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is the year for them to win the, the National League West. The only concern, it's not about this team. It's just about, it, you know, you got the injury factor. That's always something that plays with, you know, with every team. And it's a weird feeling. Like I was thinking about this this morning. The hype for this team is hundred wins, World Series, MVPs, Cy Young. Like the sky's the limit, right? And that always scares me because whenever fan bases do that, or whenever national media does that about any team that is loaded or looking to break records or whatever the case may be, it usually always doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. So that 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 does scare me is that like, yeah, the hype is through the roof with this team. The expectations are through the roof as they should be. But you just don't, with it, with it being so, the expectation is so high, the crash, if that if that does happen, will feel even worse than it did last year. Um, so that does scare me a little bit, but the talent on this team speaks for itself. And if they stay relatively healthy, there is like a 0% chance that this team won't be in the postseason. And it's a pretty good chance that they have a, you know, win the win the NL West. So, yeah, I'll say they'll win the NL West. Um, and, but again, it won't. I don't care that the Dodgers took a step back. It's still the Dodgers. And there's going to be that one team this year that the Padres will have problems with. And you're like, how the hell did they lose that team? Yeah. It's just inevitable because um, it's baseball. So, yeah, I'm not going to say like 115 wins. I know you're going to ask me that question in a bit here, but I'll say I'll say NL West. Yeah, I'll say they'll win it. Yeah. I don't want to ask that win total question because I don't really care. I care about the postseason. I care about mm-hmm. you know getting to the postseason and then go winning because that's yeah. what matters. That who gives a crap about the nl west title if they don't go win at all like mm-hmm. for me it's a world series or bust year i said that yesterday what do you think like what's a f- what what do you a failure making it to the world series would not be a failure but a, what's a disappointing season is it not winning the world series 
Yeah. Like that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the goal. They've openly said it. They said it hundreds and hundreds of times. Uh, they're not shying away from it. It's World Series or bust. And if they don't want a World Series this year, then it will be not a failure of a season, but it will be a disappointment. It will be it will be a huge disappointment with the amount of resources that they put into this team, the amount of um, money they have spent on on this team. That if they do not win a World Series, it's not a failure, but it is a disappointment because in professional sports, you know you don't you don't spend this type of money and don't if you don't win, you don't continue to spend this type of money and. I'm not saying that Peter Sithers didn't just blow up this team, no chance. But I do think that, you know, win it here in the next couple of years, you know, the the model of, hey, we're just going to go out and spend all the money in the world is going to be like, well, it's not producing us World Series. It might be producing us a lot of postseason runs and, and whatever, and that's great. We make a lot of money, but we need to win a World Series. We need to do that now. So if they win the World Series this year, I feel like then – the model Padres is is set and they'll feel even more confident in what they're doing more, even more confident than what they're, you know, how they feel now that spending this money is exactly what they should be doing. And it's exactly how they should run this organization. And, you know, we're at, you know, Padres are an organization now that attracts big time free agents. We'll spend the money on big time free agents. We'll make big time trades. We'll take some risks. And so I think all of that's validated if they win a world series this year. What a concept, you know, spending money on really good players and building a really good roster can yeah, uh, maybe I win mean, your World Series. The, the model that the the Miami Marlins are doing is also a model that I really like. So, you know, if the Padres go that route or if the if they go the Royals route, you know, I'm in, in a couple of years, I'm sure that the fan base will be very happy and I'm sure they'll produce the same amount of excitement. Um, but yeah. Yeah, let's spend let's spend uh like 30 seconds on the Colorado Rockies, because they deserve pretty much that amount of time, like the whole year. Uh, how do you think they're going to do this year? How, how do you think Dick Monfort's club is going to well, do this year? Do you think they're going to get to 500? You might be talking crap on the, the Rockies, but they scare me. I'm not even kidding you. They have how many former Padres on their team? How many times have we seen former Padres come back and, and light the Padres up? They have, like, I think... Four pitchers. They got Denelson Lamette. They got Pierce Johnson. They got Logan Allen. And they got uh, Brad Hand. And then they got Jerkson Profar that they just signed. You know one of those guys is going to torch the Padres this year. I don't care about, about how crappy this team is. It just is inevitable. And they're mm-hmm. going to lose to the Rockies this year. Okay? They're not going to sweep the season series from every single team. They're not going to win 162 games. There's going to be times where they're going to be like, what? Like, they could easily lose opening day. You know, it's not out of the realm over over time. The the averages are going to play out and the Padres will be better. But. Dude, I'm still I'm worried about the Diamondbacks. I'm worried about the Giants. I'm worried about the Rockies. Of course, I'm worried about the Dodgers. You know, it's it's just well, how it, it is. It feels like Sean Mania with the Giants is <clears throat> just going to go shove at Petco Park. You know, that's going to happen. Yeah, of course you do. You know that Jerks and Profar is going to go, you know, six for 15 this series against the Padres with a home run and two doubles. Yeah. You know, you, you know that uh, Sean Manai is going to have at least one outing this year where he goes seven, gives up one strikes out nine. You know, you, you, you know, that, uh, you know, is going to turn into, you know, an all-star this year with the Rockies. And you're like, what the, f-? like, yeah. it's just, it's it just, that's what happens. It's just what happens. 
Yep. 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 And uh, John and Jim, they'll obviously be there on Thursday to overreact to the Padres' loss to the Rockies after uh, Jerks and Profar hits the go-ahead home run in the eighth inning. Dude, uh-huh. last year, last year when they when the Diamondbacks walked off the Padres in opening day, it was like DefCon one, man. Yes, yeah, Robert Suarez and Craig Stanton. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're joking for sure. Yeah, but there will be fans that if they lose on opening day, will be very, very upset. Yep, guarantee it. And if they win, when's the parade? That's yeah. just how this works. It's going to be the ultimate roller coaster this year because it's not about it's. With with the expectations they have this year, everybody's going to be watching every single game. 162. In the past, it was like, oh, I'll take a week. Like, I can watch this. It's whatever. I'll look at highlights. It's fine. Like, I'll, I'll go to a game next weekend, but I don't have to, like, take time out of my day and, like, literally plan my day around the Padres game. Now yeah. it's di- it's completely different. It's you can You might miss a couple games, but 95% of the time here, if you're a diehard Padres fan, you're going to be planning your entire days around – Padre games because of the expectations and the excitement level and the fact that this team is just freaking stacked. So yeah. it's completely different. And, you know, every single loss will be the end of the world. Every single win, if they win games 15 to two, it's going to be like, this is the greatest team ever, you know? Yeah. That's what a time for your, uh, for your show, John and Jim, huh? Aztecs final four. Oh, you that, heard that yesterday. Seems, yeah. That seems like a, that's a dream. Like, that didn't, as an Aztecs fan, someone who's going to be going there this fall, like, I, that's not something that I sit there and like, oh, San Diego State, yeah, they can make it to the Final Four. That that was never in my thought process going into Dude, any I had March it. Madness or anything like that. Padres had it scheduled in my planner. I was like, Final Four this year, uh, Padres World Series run this year. Uh, what's John like? Coming to what's town? John like right now? He is on cloud nine. <clears throat> Um, or cloud 99, whatever he's, he's, he's not saying it, but I know he is very nervous. Yeah. He is very nervous. And I think it's more or less not because of the game, but it's because of everything around the game with the broadcast. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. this is the biggest moment for, you know, Ted and for him to be at final, the final four with the, with the Aztecs having a chance to go to the national championship game. So I think he's nervous about that more than the game. But once the game starts and everything's fine, he will be a nervous wreck inside. He will oh, yeah. be an absolute nervous wreck. And, um, you know, it's inevitable that the game's going to be close. It's inevitable that it's going to be, uh, you know, a nail biter. And uh, inevitable that will, like, freak the F out and literally die inside. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm super happy for everyone involved, and uh, just for obviously, John. I mean, this guy, this guy has once bracketologists on in like December to be talking about something that's going to be happening in March. Oh, maybe what seed will the Aztecs be? That that's he just loves it so much, and so for this has, moment to happen, it, it's it's great. He has every single day on his computer tabs open of like. Ken Palm rankings and net rankings. And I look over him and sometimes he'll be, he'll be during the season. He'll be watching like Wyoming, Nevada at yep. like 4 PM. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes to bro. I'm watching this game. And like last night, like this is a perfect example of John's college basketball craziness. 
the uh, NIT semifinals were going on, and it was Wisconsin versus like North Texas. Yeah. And the show ended. And there was like 30 seconds left in the Wisconsin North Texas game. Wisconsin's blowing it. John's standing there watching this, and he, he just looks at me and he goes, Am I really sitting here waiting for this stupid Wisconsin North Texas game to end? Yes, I am. Like, that's how psycho he is about college basketball. Yeah, it's yeah, it's nuts. I mean, that's that's how I am uh, with Major League Baseball. So yeah, everybody I has can, their thing, and like, I, it's I can just, relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, after after the Holiday Bowl, so we're at Petco Park watching the the fireworks, and San Diego State's playing some random team. I forget who it was at Viejas, and he has it streamed on his computer, and oh. we're just sitting there, and he's driving me home. So I'm, we're just waiting there, and he's like, "Wait a minute here, can, can we? Can you wait here a little bit?" Like just just wait here, wait here. Uh, really I funny. need this lead to be like 15 points, and then we can leave. Uh, but yeah, but that's just who he is. But I'm super happy for him and all Aztecs fans. Uh, for this moment. All right, episode 374 with Jim Russell. Jim is an idiot. Uh, I'll see him probably tomorrow opening day. Thank you for coming on, man. And yep. Padres fans, talk to you guys later. See ya. Please.